Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Joining us right now, 203-333-9422, and this show is chock full of entertainment, is a very impressive young man who I think I have known since he is... Uh, well, let's see. Casey, how old are you now? I'm 18. So I know you since you're nine. Yeah, that's right. Right. I know you since you're nine years old. And Casey Lerner has grown up to be and is still growing up to be a very fine young man. And uh, he has also found his metier. He's found what he loves to do, which is such a remarkable gift to find it when you're so young. And that is as a fine artist, as a painter, a drawer, a graphic artist, a designer. Casey Lerner, welcome to the Lisa Wexer Show today. Thank you for having me. So I was very excited to hear that tonight you are having a show. I am. We've been, I've been working really hard on it, and I'm collaborating with a lot of cool students. It's a collaboration of poetic, musical, and artistic uh, students from Fairfield County, um, to name a few, Weston, Norwalk, uh, Westport, Wilton. And yeah. where are you gathering? Uh, we're going to be at the Milestone Restaurant uh, in Georgetown. At 7 o'clock tonight. 7 o'clock tonight. And can people just show up and see the art and be part of the evening? So it's a sold-out show. They're standing room, but we're pretty much sold out. So def- definitely come by and enjoy the craft of the students. I think I'll come. Will you find That'd me a chair? Cool. I will find you Thank a chair. You. Um, because I don't, I don't stand. <laughs> I can't that's the truth so Casey how did this collaboration come about I mean are you friends with kids in all these other neighborhoods how did this come about I I don't know the the other kids I know some of the kids that are working and a lot of the work that they do is amazing um, the only kids I really do know are from Weston and we've been uh, the power in bringing everyone together but and, I mean how did you find them do you know each other on Instagram like how did this so, come to be um, I I'm on the Weston Arts Board and I was recruited to the board in 2020, October, um, after I started posting my art. And um, You posted on? On Instagram. What's your ha- handle? Is that my the right Instagram word? is Casey.Learner. You they should... don't use the word handle, right? That's like um, an old-fashioned no, so, word? Some people do. They do. It's just not, not as much as, you, uh, as they used to. So what do they just say? My Instagram is? My Instagram, my tag, yeah. My tag, my tag. Yeah, okay. Tag. So, and that Username. is C-A-S-E-Y dot L-E-R-N-E-R? That's right. Okay. Um, and so I met most of these people through Western Arts. Um, my good friend Carl Schultz, he's a piano player. He's very talented. Uh, he is, he's been by my side since I can remember with, uh, really getting out there with my art. And there's, there's a lot of people on the team who are just like really good people that I've made a lot of good connections with. And they've basically, they've 
booked me for shows, and they're a lot of the reason why I'm here today, like the place I'm at today. And I'm like more than thankful for it. And what kind of art do you do, Casey? I do abstract. Um, I used to do a lot of geometric when I was 13. Yeah. Uh, I've seen you geometrics. Really cool stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, a lot of people related it to MC Escher, especially yes. when I gave the speech on Saturday. Yes, it does. It looks like those sort of wavy hallucinations at the mm-hmm. same time. So like mm-hmm. up close this way, back forward, a different thing. Mm-hmm. But they are fascinating, those geometrics. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. And you yeah. created them yourself. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I, you didn't copy yeah. them from Escher? I did not. I didn't even know about Escher. Isn't that wonderful yeah, when that happens? Yeah, it's cool. And... Um, you know, the the crazier part is when I started doing the splatter stuff and people started to notice it, everyone said Jackson Pollock, and I did not know who Jackson right. Pollock was, I get that. which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, when I was a little girl, I played a lot with magic markers. And when I say played a lot, every single day while I was watching TV, I had tons of magic markers mm. and big Bristol, you know, the Bristol paper? Yeah. yeah. And I started creating paintings out of dots in my own head. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, 20 years later, 30 years later, I realized, maybe 50 years later, George Surratt, Sunday in the Park with George, that I was not the first person to create dot pictures. So I know what you're talking about. We spontaneously create our art. We're not the first ones to do it, but it feels like it because yeah. it's original to us. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. As far as the originality went. I think Surratt I was, was uh... probably better than I was. <laughs> Just a thing. I but think... you could be better than Escher. You never know. Who, know- who knows? I right? don't know. Yeah. Um, but as far as those went, um, I, I used to follow tutorials on YouTube on the techniques, but then I would turn those techniques into something else, and I'd kind of uh, manipulate those designs into, like, what I wanted them to be. You know, Casey, when I was hearing you chat at Kiwanis on Saturday morning, and thank you for coming, and the presentation was beautiful, and you should go on Casey.Learner on Instagram to tag to see this these very talented, this beautiful art that's coming out of you. I was struck by the fact that from your point of view, you said that you didn't have a lot of formal training. I did not. It was uh, growing up. It was just me really learning how to do it. And that shocks people. Everyone says, oh, um, did you go to art school? Uh, did you do this? Did you have a teacher? No, actually. And the uh, the closest thing to an art teacher, um, I started working with a woman named Catherine Ross and she's really good friends with Mig- Mix Burroughs, who's really well known in Westport, well known Westport and outside Westport. Yeah, and yes. he'll, he'll actually be at the show tonight. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And she will too. And that is my first out of school art teacher. So it's mostly been me, really like, um, I want to say rowing the boat. And yeah. And also talking about your art. Yeah, talking about it. Do you like talking about it? I love public speaking. You do. I like speaking. I like, I think. <laughs> I love you know, that you love it. Yeah, it's it's so fun. And um, I get this drive when I'm talking about something I'm passionate about. And when I notice that people are inspired, then that, that motivates me. How has Weston been as a place to grow up? So, like I explained in my presentation, it takes a time to raise an artist. I think the fact that I was involved in so much as a kid really helped me. And people already had a, like an idea of who I was, but now that they see that I'm flourishing into this artist, I'm getting a lot of support. So I think I think small towns are really beneficial. You like it because you feel you feel the love from your community. Yeah, for sure. But your parents in particular were very active in your oh, community. Yeah. I mean, it's not obvious. In other words, just mm-hmm. because you're in a small town doesn't mean you're going to know everyone in the small town. No, no. But your mom is run for various elected positions. Your dad's very active in Kiwanis with me. Mm -hmm. So your parents got to know a lot of people. That's right. And they involved me in a lot of stuff. They did on Saturday mornings, like Kiwanis. Yep, that's right. 
um, you know, started there when I was just like a kid and I was like playing with my 3DS all the time. I'm like the corner of the room with I my know. brother. And um, yeah, it's been it's been great. It's been great. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. So, um, Casey Lerner, you are a senior. Mm -hmm. So the obligatory question becomes, what do you think you'll be doing next year? Yep. I hear that a lot. I bet you do. And um, so I got into all my colleges. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Um, Did you apply to something like RISD or Savannah, one of these school um, of arts, schools of art? I did. I applied to some art schools. I think strictly art schools i applied to one um which was school visual arts in new york city and i got into that you got into that i did congratulations Um, thank you very much but i have heard a lot of like scad and all these like major art schools and i've thought about it but i think just like where i'm at right now with what i do outside of school and for like um like part of my career westcon which is in danbury teaches a lot of every pretty much everything i'm doing outside of school and you want that that's right. So you want? do you want a rounded education? Do you want to be studying history, literature, and things like that in addition to um, art? You know, I think it's good to have a, a knowledge of everything, but I think my, my, my desire is just to focus on strictly, like, what I do outside of school rather than, like, the academics. I think, I think it's, like, a, a need. To, so what are you, you going to study at WestCon? At WestCon, so they, they, uh, their curriculum that I got into, it has uh, – Fine arts, music, and theater technology, which is oh. everything I do. You like theater technology, Love it. the staging yeah. and all of that. Lighting, lighting yeah. design, yep. That's right. So they, they teach all of that and that's like that's like the perfect school, at least for like a first year out of out of the house. Do you dorm there or will you commute would, from home? I would dorm there. You, they have I'd, dorms there? Yeah, I wasn't they sure they had dorms. I know. You know what my son did there? He took tuba lessons there. Every week for years, they had a fantastic tuba teacher, Andy Rogers, who played in the pit of the Radio City Music Hall Orchestra, and he taught at WestCon. So I used to schlep up there all the time. But it's a fun place. It is really cool. It is a nice place. It's up in Danbury. That's right. Yeah, it's a cool place. And um, something that really helps us, we have a family friend, uh, Debbie Carruthers, who's a professor there. Oh, very nice. 
that. Well, your parents must be very proud of you. Shout out to Britt and Dan, of <laughs> yep, course. Big shout out. And listen, Casey, people can't see this, but you are of African-American descent. I don't know if you're mixed race descent. I, am, I, I really I am don't mixed know. Race. I really I, don't know. You know, like off the bat, I usually just say, oh, I'm black. But like to get into detail, I am mixed. You're I have, mixed. I have Caucasian in me. I have black in me. So growing up in Weston, in which your physical appearance makes you of definitely minority status, right? Mm-hmm. Was that an issue at all for you growing up? You know what? That's a really good question. And I was literally talking about this with my mom like a few days ago. And growing up, a lot of kids would be like, oh, why are you, you know, a different color They would skin? ask you yeah, that? They would ask really? Me. Yeah, they would ask my parents too. I had a friend like like years ago who like obviously, you know, we're kids. We don't really know like what's right, what's wrong to ask. So That's he's true. like, why is Casey Brown and you guys are lighter? And okay. I would get this question a lot. I would notice people looking at me in public a lot, and it bothered me as a kid. Um, but now I've gotten to the point where I feel like um, that experience has brought me a lot of wisdom, and I've come to appreciate being individual, being an individual of uh, kind of you know mixed race and kind of being a trailblazer. Because I there's like there's there's kids I've met who who are in you know white families when they are not the not that same race, and I think it's. I think to be a trailblazer, you need to go through something, fail, then succeed, and then you kind of mess up for the next person to fall in your footsteps. You know what's really interesting about that? I would say, you say trailblazer, I would mm-hmm. say ambassador. Yeah. So when I was the first Jew anyplace, which happened mm-hmm. in my life a few times, I, and still does, I always felt like I was an ambassador for all Jewish people, that mm-hmm. people were going to know that I was Jewish and then judge all Jewish people on the basis of me. So I had to be, I had to break whatever stereotypes Stereotype. there were. Right. So if there were negative stereotypes about Jews and money, I had to be more generous than other people just to make people think that not every Jew was stingy. I'm being very honest. And, and so mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So you feel like in that way too, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a part of standing out. It's a part of what? Standing out. Standing out, right. And it's a part of like kind of being um, a light in the dark almost. Uh, You know, just like, just to let people know that, you know, you're not alone and there's other people that went through what you went through. But, you know, growing up it did bother me in some ways. I didn't really think about it that much. Um, But, you know, when I was asked the question or was presented with uh, a statement then yeah, like think about it. And I was insecure sometimes. You know, all I, I I got to a point like my childhood where I wanted to be white. I didn't really like the way I looked because people would just be asking me all the time, and I just wanted to be like I just wanted to fit in, and uh, I didn't really feel like I fit in a lot uh, just based off my appearance. You know, when I wasn't thinking about it, it didn't bother me because most of the time people treated me like like I was like like everyone else. But like if I was presented with a statement or a question then, yeah, I would, get, I would get pretty insecure. But now when people ask me that, I'm like, I like talking about it because I like talking about how I was, like, kind of not in my strong place then, but now I am now. And now I could talk about it, like, more as a young man, as an adult. It's really cool. And is this something you came to on your own, sort of naturally, developmentally? Or did you have assistance of therapy or have deep conversations with your parents? Farthest it went deep conversations with my parents um and most of it was just me figuring it out on my own um and i think that's the best way to learn anything is to experience it um so that's how i that's how i learned 
and now I've experienced it, and now I can talk about it. And now you go forth into the world with your gifts. That's right. That's you know, right. when you were speaking on Saturday, you said we're chatting with Casey Lerner, and his Instagram tag is Casey.Lerner, C-A-S-E-Y dot L-E-R-N-E-R, and I urge mm-hmm. you to go follow him and find his art. One of the things that struck me so much was that you – you had a wisdom beyond your years when you were speaking to an audience of adults talking about following your passion and making it happen, as they said in Flashdance, mm-hmm. right? That's right, yeah. I, yeah, those, that was my anatomy, is passion, hard work, and community support. And the first thing I remember saying is, what are you doing if you're not passionate about it? Why are you doing this? You have to think about it if you're really passionate about it. Because you can't drive a car without it's. I don't know. I'm trying to make a random analogy right now, <laughs> but um, but you, you love can, what you do. Yeah, I love what I do, and you're going to keep doing it. That's right. And I wanted to get somewhere, so I worked really hard, and I, I kept improving myself. And same thing, like I, I feel like I didn't fit in in that place too, because I made art that other kids weren't making. And now I've come to a point where I realize how special that was, and now I don't want to be like everyone else. So I try my best to like, you know, like be different um when i that was the opposite of what i wanted as a kid right but now you know i think being different is really special because um i learned that introducing really like brings people in and Mm -hmm. then you can inspire people and you can share your story absolutely well casey Lerner, thanks for sharing some of your journey with us Mm -hmm. but we're going to be following your journey and so I hope you'll come back on the show I would, I, with I'd bigger art shows sure. and as you graduate and move on into the world. And if you want to get a peek at Casey Lerner's art and be one of maybe the people that can say that they were at the beginning of his career, then you have to go to Milestone in Georgetown tonight at 7 p.m. where I understand it's standing room only, but you mm-hmm. may want to stand because you'll be witness to a beautiful array of very talented young people in our community. That's right. Thank you, Casey. Thanks for Thank being you for with having. us. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com. 